This is Hunter Pinky, and you're listening to UND Football 360. The Hawks get shut out in Cedar Falls. This week, they're back home in the Alera Center taking on Indiana State. The Hawks look to soar above the trees, and this is UND Football 360. This is UND Football 360, Shannon Schweiger with former Fighting Sioux All-American Kelly Howe and 2001 National Champ, Matt Nelson and gentlemen, the football gods giveth and the football gods taketh away. 100%, yeah, broad range of emotions the past few weeks, isn't it? I Didn't take you. them long to take it away. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. The football gods God. gave us a week. Right, well, it was a... It was a fun week. It was great while it lasted. Yeah, and it, and it'll be good. Yeah, it'll be fine. But you know, it's <laughs> that was a good intro. I was laughing. Yeah, it took it away in a hurry. I mean, right. you, get, you get shut out on the road, and yeah, it was. That's football. But you know what? There's only 11 games in the fall, and we need to enjoy it. So I mean, that's you get right. upset, and you and get get the cortisol all up and all mad and everything. You're just wasting weeks because pretty soon winter sets in and football's over. That's right. So. And you know, we mentioned last week too that it's never as bad as it seems. It's never as good as it seems either. So I think we can take some golden linings out of this game too. Well, we're going to break down that 27 to nothing defeat at the hands of the UNI Panthers. We're going to look around the Missouri Valley Football Conference. There's a log jam in second place, fellas, and we're going to try to sort it out for our fans. In our second segment, we'll have our Thunder Lake Lodge 360 game preview. We'll look, take a look at the Indiana State University Sycamores. The trees are coming to the Alaris Center. Before we do that, we're going to thank our sponsors, Rumors Sports Bar, Grill, and Casino, Development Homes Incorporated, Thunder Lake Lodge of Reamer, Minnesota, Kelly Howe Agency, NODAC Mutual Insurance, and Interstate Industrial, which is Bakken Oil Field Services. Uh, Kelly, real life kind of stepped into the forefront for you and your family this week, and we want to get an update on somebody that most of our listeners know because of his time in Grand Forks working in education. Your father-in-law, Buck Kosowski, uh, suffered an aortic aneurysm. Any update you can give us on Buck's condition? Better. Better every every time we stopped in, which was quite often. We were we were ringing that ICU phone quite often to come in, and they were good. I got first before we get into it. I got to say, all true has been outstanding. I wanted to put that out there. Um, I know Sanford takes a lot of the buzz in the area, and because they're bigger and it's understood, but all true did an outstanding job from beginning to today, and. Um, yeah, we couldn't be happier with the the way they've been, the nurses, the doctors, everything just attentive, and they've been spot on. We haven't questioned a thing, and everything they've done has gone correctly. And, yeah, we've been very, very thankful to be up at up at All True. Um, yeah, he's doing better. He is uh, – we're going to be cruising up there here today, um, back up I-29. But, yeah, he's – everything that's supposed to happen has happened. Great. That's the best thing I can say, right? So we, no setbacks, and the surgery went well. Um, but yeah, it's it's gonna be a long road. It's uh, we we found out real quickly. You know, you lose the aorta. We found out is pretty important, right? <laughs> That's your blood. Yeah. That's your blood to the body. I didn't know much about it. Now I know a lot. And for that to rupture is quite a big deal. So he's uh, he's got a long road ahead of him, but. As we found out, he's a pretty tough guy, and he's and, he, and we also found out how much people love him. Yeah. So, oh, geez, the outpouring. He was a popular man in the area, but anyone who knows him knows he's quiet, and he doesn't take praise, and he doesn't. He just keeps pushing and keep helping. He's a helper. He's a helper, but he doesn't want the praise back. He just wants to help, and that's kind of we found out. People knew that about him, and now they're coming out and saying how much it meant. Well, I saw all of the. Um, messages of strength and prayers on Facebook and certainly this podcast um, the host and the football experts on this podcast obviously wish him the best and it's one of those moments where you know we do football on this show and the only rule we have coming into this show is win or lose you bring it on Wednesday morning that's our rule win or lose we're going to be objective 
We're going to bring it on Wednesday morning. Puts the host in an unenviable situation sometimes, but everybody understands we have a job to do. Uh, Disappointing week football-wise, but then something like this comes up and you say, well, football is not life. Maybe it can be for three hours on a Saturday afternoon. We love our football, but when real life comes up, um, that's what's important. However, we are going to get into football here, and Matt, I'm not so sure how much we are going to have our boss, Kelly, here in studio because last week he made the Missouri Valley Football Conference tour on the football shows. He was on with Ethan Petrick at UNI, and then he was on the Green and Gold show. We all know who that's all about. And Are we going to be able to hold uh, do him? Do we have to jobs our, anymore? I, I don't, don't know. know. Is he jumping ship he on might us be and jumping hasn't told ship. us? Well, it, <laughs> I, I think it's going, you have affect, to wonder. it's going to affect our contract. That's it might, sure. yeah. Might have to I renegotiate got, here. I got my my eye up the ladder. I'm, I'm yeah. just telling you guys right now. I'm trying to move up the ladder. Well, you know, I mean, collateral it. damage. Is well, all I, this, you if, you, if you get on, do the, I get the pink slip in my locker? Then here, here is the measuring stick for us. If you get on the show with those Yahoos that follow the Citadel. Um, is that yeah. FCS Nation? <laughs> you get on with those guys. Yeah, those guys are hard to please, man. Citadel, Everything. Yeah. <laughs> you, you talk about an East Coast bias. They, oh, oh man. Oh, Kevin and Stone. Yeah, they do. They, the one thing about Kevin, boy, he put he puts out a good poll, and he'll tell you his poll is the best that he's putting out every week because he wants to because he does not like the stats poll. Let's put it that way. And everybody hates the coaches poll. So Kevin's funny. He likes to show this is my poll this week, and here's why, and here's why mine. And it is. It turns out to be a good poll. But yeah, this the FCS world is funny, isn't it? I it, mean, it really is. You know, we're, just... we're we are second. We're second level oh. college football. We fight for our own. Um, you know, one thing you mentioned FCS. There were big FBS games um, this weekend, and I tuned in. Um, the one that kicked off at eleven, uh, Ohio State Penn State. Um, great ball game, but, uh, you know, certainly since North Dakota's in the FCS, I follow FCS football, and I'm, yeah. I'm channel surfing or stream surfing uh, those games. I love my FCS football and follow it uh, very well because, it you know, it relates to us. Uh, disappointing day in Cedar Falls, power outage from the UND offense, and mm-hmm. we're going to break it down. And Kelly Howe right now um, – Two things we, we always do. We break down what happened on Saturday, then we talk about how it's going to affect uh, moving forward. How do you account for the power outage from uh, the Hawk offense on Saturday, Kelly? Well, I don't know, Matt. I'll defer to you next here. I'll give a brief, you know, I was able to watch some early, and I rewatched a little bit the other night, last night, you know, just to get a feel. But they, I hope they were dialed in heading down to Cedar Falls, but we hope they weren't, you know, thinking they're better than they were type of thing. And I don't know if that's the case that they thought they were better than they were, or they were just sloppy, but it was not, I don't know. And, and it just wasn't the same obviously as the week before. So let's, yeah. Okay. That's safe to say. Right. Right. Yeah. But the, it was sloppy and it was, um, the first drive we get a three and out boom, defense gets three and out. And then, uh, Boffins drives down on uh, 20 or 30, somewhere in there. Um, and Tommy fumbles it. But the fumble is what had me, you know, this is the part where I was still watching. Um, he put the fake, and it was a uh, – Bo was shooting across the formation. He was going to fly out into the flat. It was, what, fourth and short or third and short? Third and short. Third and short. Third okay, and like short. one or two yards, yep. okay? Mm-hmm. Bo was flying across the formation. He was going to go out in the flat. Tommy was going to dump it to him quick, maybe get two yards, call a good first down, right? Well, he put the fake in too far into the running back's belly. I think he actually hit him with the fake. It when, looked like he did. Yeah. yeah, it's just a token fake. I mean, really, Tommy typically does a token fake. Boom, guns it out there quick. We get the two yards, maybe more if Boom breaks the tackle, right? But he put it in there to the point where I think he hit the running back, and then when he pulled it back out, he fumbled it. Well, we lose it, lose all momentum. They get the momentum. And, I mean, this might sound real simple, but did we ever recover? I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I don't think we did because, you know, they go down and right. score. And then, like, at that point I was thinking, okay, this is recoverable. This right. isn't anything. Good teams have to be able to bounce back from this. Mistakes happen. Fumbles happen. Interceptions happen, right? Yeah. So 
we get the ball back and we're driving again. I'm like, okay, we're yep, moving the yep. ball. We're getting first downs. We're, we're, you know, we're, are we're in, it looks like we were in sync again. Okay. All right. This is, we're going to get back, get the ball back, moving down the field. And then I think then we get to fourth down. And then was that the case when we tried to pull them off sides and then we punt mm-hmm. and then, okay. All right. No big deal. We can still recover from this. And then they come back. We hold them on third down, force them to kick the field goal on defense. That's a win, right? So it's 10-0. And then we're driving the ball again, our third series in the first half. Driving the ball. Driving the ball. We're getting first downs. And then we go to kick the field goal, and we miss the field goal at the 20 yards. We need need to make field. I mean, I, I think I'm trying to be good about this. But at some point, we need a kicker, Shannon. You were a former kicker. <laughs> we need a kicker. All right? The, the I, kick's I, good. Okay. I, but he's got to make it during the games. Well, okay. I, I'm trying to be nice about this because it's life and, you know, but we need a kicker. We just got to be able to – we can't win games we need counting on right touchdowns right. every right. time. Okay, we're just – we're going to run into better defenses. Right. You know what I mean? 34-yard attempt. Right. We, we, we need it. And at that point – it should uh, be. We needed little, points. Yeah, we need. It's momentum. not a gimme. Yeah. It's not a gimme, but it. You know, we needed to kick. Well, Thirty-four a, should be. Thirty-four should be, be pretty bordering on it's gimme. A, it's a an gimme. NFL extra then, point. <laughs> pretty division, much division one football. You got to get that field goal. And then right. what? They took it over at what the thirty-yard line, so they get good field right, position. Yep. And then where in reality we should have been kicking it deep to them, and then pinning them deep, and letting our def our defense was doing pretty good. Right. We talked about that before we came on. It was a slow death over the game, right? Mm-hmm. The twenty-seven nothing wasn't like twenty-seven nothing first quarter, and it just kind of the game died. And then it no, just got out. No, of it the was wheels just fell slow, off the wagon. No, slow, it, low, slow. Yeah. The defense was battling and battling and fighting, and, we, and then they gave up the long touchdown, which sucks. But it we had it good was, breakups. Though. Yeah, we were I in mean, the right place at the right time. I, the Our, energy we was there on yeah, defense. I thought so too. So yeah, sure they got. I mean, but it's hard uh, to win. You and I can score points. So we got to understand they're, they're pretty good too, you know. Theo Day is right. a good quarterback, and he'll oh. put the ball yeah, where I, he needs to. I kept looking at, you know, as the game played out, and in the second quarter, um, you know how you look ahead and go, okay, Hawks get the ball. Um, we line up for the field goal. It's going to be ten three at half. That's my assumption. Hawks get the ball, and you know we we keep coming back. But uh, momentum, there was never ever a chance to get momentum i mean there were chances to get it hawks never got it right, right and the field goal would have been a big turning point at that point too again of course later we gave up the big uh touchdown pass but yeah it was uh you know i don't know how to describe the you know the look on the offense they they just look discombobulated um after a week where they rolled 49 points on north dakota state everything was real short first half like real short. Did we throw a pass over five yards? I mean, it was like bubbles. I mean, they were like yeah. bubble screen short these passes, and I'm like, okay, we're kind of you know. I understand going left and right. I said it in the pregame show. We're going to go left and right a little right. bit, and hammer I, them up the middle, and you know, it, it isn't an easy game north south. It's going to be an east west game, but every pass was like well, then, a three yard pass, a, a tunnel screen, a bubble screen. I was like, but then we went inside zone, and it worked. Yeah, the running work started hitting. And it started hitting. the Gavin Zebarth injury. Yeah, that didn't help. That so, didn't help. I mean, it, this was just a – it was a script of, of things going wrong that one thing came on top of another. And, yeah. you know, and again, Matt, you said it, in our open, good teams have to overcome adversity, well, and we just didn't. We didn't. 100% we did. Well, I mean, we have to be able to bounce back from it from a fumble. We have to be able to right, bounce right. back from a and f- big, missed field on goal. On the road. It, on the road. Yeah, and, and big, going big to, picture. And then going into the locker room, okay, we're down 17-0. Okay, that's that's two and a half scores pretty much. Right. Get the ball back, make a statement, shut them down on D. Offense, time to take over. Totally recoverable at halftime. 17-0 so. is, is – is, oh, yeah. I, I, I was 100% okay. Yeah, I was Go still. in there. We get get a little ball. pissed off, come back out, guns a-blazing. Yeah. We, we can do this. You, you know, the way the offense was playing, we have to pitch a shutout. But our defense, you know, it was capable of that. As Kelly said, it was a slow death. You know, the other thing, because it is FCS football, um, style points and performance and everything matters. And, and 
probably yeah. my biggest takeaway. We can look ahead. Players can't. Um, but on this show, it's our job to kind of look ahead. Had the Hawks come up with the victory at UNI, which is a good team, again, we credited UNI prior to the loss, saying this is a good team right. that we're facing. But had the Hawks come up with the victory, they'd be in the top 10 ranking discussion for the playoff rankings, which come out this week. So there's a lot of implications that go into this. However, there is a lot of football to be played. And when you look at that Missouri Valley football log jam, th things are going to shake out right. in the coming weeks. Right. Yeah, and, and resumes are resumes are going to get clearer. Let's put it that way. Out. I mean, you're going to look yeah. as in about two weeks, you're going to be looking at resumes and be like, wow, yeah, they can get to seven, but there's nothing in there. Mm -hmm. So they're going to be out. You know, there's going to be a lot of teams with seven there's wins. Be teams that, like yeah. 20. Well, there's going to be a lot of teams with seven wins this year. So getting to eight for UND, which is still attainable, they can end 4-0 yes. oh this year. Gotta They'd have to right. go down to USD and win, which gotta is going to be tough. Got to win at South Dakota. But they can end eight and three. There's no reason they can't. And eight and three, now that's you're, – you're story. up in – Number yeah. eight especially seed territory, if, yeah. it may be possibly you know squeezing out a last seed, so. and especially if USD is the last win of the season, that's a, just an exclamation point. High rank, a high yeah. rank. Yeah. So, so it's it's um, yeah, they're, they they have everything to play for in front of them. It was disappointing. Let's just put a let's put a bow on it. I mean, it was disappointing. The road UND <laughs> versus the home UND is a whole nother world. I mean, it's just we know that, but. I'm, I'm, the way, just everyone's just disappointed because the way they yeah. looked the week before. But exactly. you know, let's move on. They got to go four and zero. That's the key. Yeah, run the table. Yep. Well, you know what we playoffs forgot. start today. We forgot to thank our sponsor, and he's sitting right across the table from us because this is the Kelly Howe Agency NODAC Mutual Insurance Rewind that you've right. been listening to, and. Um, we are going to take a look around the Missouri Valley Football Conference. We do not have a Development Homes 360 guest this week because the host producer was a little under the weather. He's still a little under the weather today. I'd, I'd be, okay. I would be on the pup list if, uh, <laughs> if we had a, a game today. Um, Matt's aware of that. And then Matt took me out for lunch yesterday, and I don't know, he suggested chili, which stayed with me about two hours. <laughs> A uh, couple uh, hours later, I lost that. Um, I'm getting mm. thrown under the bus here. I'm pretty Jeez. sure I said stay away from the chili. Well, I only, he, ate, he I only ate half. On it. I only yeah. ate half of it, <laughs> um, and so I was thankful for that. A couple hours later, but uh, um, the good news to report is um, I weigh less than my college days. Not the end of my college days. The beginning of my I've dipped below my college weight. Um, been dealing with a lot of health issues and, and most of it, you know, fluish or whatever. And um, But anyway, um, I the only positive I can think of is if, if I do use my one year of eligibility that I do have left, um, if I come back, um, I'd probably be a little bit faster down on kick coverage. But, you know, going, <laughs> going from a 5.440 to a 5.2 really isn't that much it's not saying much. <laughs> it's really not saying much but anyway we no. do not have uh so this week development homes incorporated is going to sponsor our look around the missouri valley football conference first thing we're going to look at guys is the standings huge mm -hmm. matchup in vermilion this weekend we'll get to that in a little bit because south dakota state and south dakota both stand at four and oh at the top of the standing seven and oh overall for south dakota state six one um, for South Dakota, their loss to Missouri. And uh, big game down in Vermillion. It's going to say who's the top of the Missouri Valley Football Conference. It's going to be a battle. Yeah. And that's going to be a real battle. South Dakota's a different team at home, kind of like are. UND. And uh, if, well, you played in the Dakota Dome. And yeah. It's a, it's a different world down there, yeah. and it's loud, and the students are right on top of you, yeah. uh, right behind you. So it's um, – you, SDSU are has they a still, challenge. Are they still throwing goldfish in the water? Uh, well, we, I, we got <laughs> Skittles thrown at us. You got us. Skittles? Right, yeah, nice. on the helmets. Can you know. have Skittles? Oh, in South Dakota, you can do anything. California, right. you can't buy, ding, right. you yeah. can't, you can't buy Skittles in, yeah. in California right now because of uh, some of the dye that's in it. But I would think Governor Nome allows Skittles. I think anything right. goes. It's I think like anything Texas, goes. but annoying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That would be, be a hell of a I just gonna hell be of a battle. game. We're going to talk a little so. bit more when we look at the matchups in there. Northern Iowa sits at number two right now, all alone at three and one. 
uh, following their uh, shutout of the Hawks. Here comes the log jam. You got one, two, three, four, five, six teams at two and two. I have, I'm taking issue with Google because in my standings, Youngstown State is listed on top. Everybody knows when there's a tie, it goes alphabetically. So um, <laughs> it should be Illinois State. But here's, here's who's tied at two and two. Youngstown State, North Dakota, North Dakota State, Southern Illinois, Illinois State, and Missouri State, all tied at two and two. Uh, Murray State and Indiana State round out the standings and Western Illinois. Murray State, one victory, one and three. Indiana State and Western, uh, both winless in the conference and winless in uh, on the season, both 0 and 7. Um, Kelly, what do you make of this logjam? Were you mm. expecting this going into this year? Well, yeah. Uh, somewhat because we knew there was a bunch of bunch of good solid football teams in the league. Not great, you know. South Dakota State was going to be great. We knew we thought NDSU would be great because they typically are. And then there was going to be a bunch of good football teams, right? Probably six, seven, right that, behind them. That battle out for second and third. Yeah, and uh, yeah, that's what we talked about preseason, and that's pretty much what it what's happening right now. I would expect this. Obviously, will shake out. Yeah, like two weeks. Two weeks, we'll know who's in and who's out, you know, based on that. Because four losses is obviously the cutoff. Seven and four is the cutoff. And you get to four losses, and then the last two, let's say the two games you got left, you can look at them and say, look at the resume. You start looking at resumes, and it, it it's pretty clear. You know, I mean, I've we've, we've gotten pretty good at it over the past few years of about week nine or ten, saying, all right, here's who's left, and then you start – you, you know, you put them all out in front of you. Yeah, because there's nothing there. Right. The teams with nothing there don't get in unless you're Montana. Montana last year. <laughs> the Darlings Montana, of FCS. The <laughs> they had the worst resume I've ever uh, seen in the history of uh, FCS wow. playoffs last year, and they wow. got in. Well, so I, they shouldn't have been Kelly, in. I have okay. a buddy that's a, so. that's a Grizz alum, and I called him the Darlings of the, the FCS. Darlings he of did the not FCS. take to that he too kindly. Like that. Well, he didn't like that one bit. Well, it, it was bad. I mean, we looked at it. I think there – what was their – the teams they beat, I somebody the, the will fact check this and blast me. It was like sixteen and fifty-one. It, it was, was some ridiculous record where none of them had a winning record, obviously, but it was like big time losing record, you know. And oh, I can't remember. It was some awful record, but they got in somehow. So my point is, unless you're Montana, you're not getting in with a bad resume. September second so. or September seventh, twenty twenty-four. Kelly, we're going to get to see the Grizz in the Alaris Center. So, oh, are they coming here next? Oh, yeah, you're going to. Be, I didn't even look at that. Yeah, oh boy, we better be win or else you're going to yeah. get. And here's your boy is going to get an earful <laughs> from out west. Here's, here's the other thing, Kelly. Um, how satisfied do you think the coaching staff and the players and the fans at you and I were? Because in the past, Kelly, you've talked about you yeah. and I and their <laughs> rankings and everything too. Then they goose egg yep. uh, the Fighting Hawks. Yep. You know, such is the game of um, football. When you do it with your mouth, well, that's the risk we run doing this show. Right, so yeah. well, you we'll got to say it. something every once in a while. But I remember the last Grizz visit to the Alaris, and it would be so fun to do it again because we boat raced them, and it would be a lot of fun to see it again. Yeah, fans fans were excited in that one. I remember we played quite well, um, but they knew they knew who was coming in, and early in the year too. That'll be fans will be juiced and fans will be juiced and and, and Montana travels well. There there will be yep. a ton of Grizz fans in there. Well, let's look at let's take a look at last week's scores. And when you say surprise, were there any surprises? Well, I think our uh, game Northern Iowa shutting out the Hawks probably what I think was the biggest surprise. Number two, South Dakota State Southern Illinois not a surprise. Seventeen ten rabbits over Southern Illinois. Down in Carbondale. Knew it was going to be a defensive be battle because yeah. Southern Illinois is playing good defense this yeah. year. So, and you knew they weren't going to score a whole lot because South Dakota State plays good defense. So, right. it, yeah, it was probably predictable. You know, but it, it was they got out of there. Jack Jacks got out of there with a win, which is all they wanted. It's all they wanted. You know, it was a tough, tough game. Yeah. So, um, here is probably honorable mention or runner-up for the surprise South Dakota 17 Indiana State 3 mm. um, that was at Indiana State I watched uh, a lot of that game it was 3-3 with the Coyotes having the ball on their own half yard line um, scrambling uh, got a big chunk play to get out of that and then scored another one 
uh, late on a on a uh, big pass play too. So yeah, I watched the first half of that one, and uh, Indiana State played them tough. They're they're a good team, so we're going to get more into that in in our next segment. But we are uh, they. That was a good game to watch, and, and you know could have gone either way had this or that happened. Uh, South Dakota was on their heels a little bit, a few points in that game. Definitely. North Dakota State took their troubles out on Western Illinois, 52 to seven. I predicted 70 points by the Bison. They even let me down when I'm cheering for them. And uh, here's one: 28-24 uh, Missouri State over Murray State. I don't know the Bears; they just packed it in. I have watched very little Bears football. I, I don't. I think they're just. They're slowly going to be back to where they were, as Bears, the Bears of before. You know, I mean, they <laughs> the had a Bears are who we name. thought yeah. they were, and we let them off the hook. All right, must yeah. be the name the Bears. All right. I don't, Bears. I don't know. I, <laughs> I, I don't see much. You know, they, they've made so many quick fixes in that program. They have FBS aspirations. They actually are probably the leading candidate in the Missouri Valley for an FBS invite because probably of should. their, yeah. because of their geographics and. You know, there's a nice stadium. Oh, big stadium. beautiful. Yep. They're big stadium. They got so many things going for them. Um, but they've, they've, in my opinion, they've gone quick fix route so many times that they just destroy the program. They tear it down, try to rebuild it. Um, and again, you know, credit to Murray State. Maybe Murray State's hanging in there a little bit more. You talk about the most um, uninviting invite to a conference. Missouri State gets in the Missouri Valley Football Conference and 90% of the teams are balking. How did this happen? Why did this happen? Right. Again, the racers, let's see, you know, let's see what they what they bring. It's they haven't traditionally been um, but well, they promised, you know, and I, I believe all football promises. They promised they're going to bring the program up. So Well, UND's got to go there, right? We have Next to go week. there. Yep. Yeah. We got to go there. Dicey. I mean, yeah. they're playing. They're battling teams. They are battling. So it's like, you know, UND on the road. So it's nothing's. Nothing's a gimme. In yeah. Missouri <laughs> Valley, as we know. Well, nothing's a gimme for UND as soon as they <laughs> get leave, on the plane. Or, yeah, as soon as they leave so city he, limits. Here's so. the last game um, that I want to cover. And is anybody playing defense in Youngstown, Ohio? No. They beat Illinois State 41-38. So Youngstown who mm. in preseason, uh, I think, picked third, I believe, finished third or fourth yeah. by most um, folks. And they're, they're in that group um, that's logjammed right now, so that will shake out in the next four weeks. Um, but, boy, you know, I, I'm, gonna, I, I'm going to um, cue my inner Mike Tice here and say Youngstown is a tough town uh, or a tough, tough guy, guy town. town. Yeah, yeah. I don't see it defensively this well, year their secondary is terrible oh god they're bad they're they've been getting lit up i mean their secondary i watched a once again that was an earlier one and i watched some of it and their corners i don't know i mean they're playing area code coverage they're just kind of by the guy get beat biting on double moves i'm like what am what am i watching luckily they can score youngstown could score so that first half was I believe it was 28-28 in the first half because they just kept going back and forth. Nobody stopped anybody. Both secondaries were getting torched, and Youngstown's is really, really down. I don't know what the – I think they thought they were going to be pretty good in the secondaries here because I did some reading, but but they can score. So, well, I mean, that's why they're dangerous. So if they if your offense doesn't bring it that day, well, then they're winning, you know, because they, they've been looking pretty good with Davidson at quarterback. Was that the an official term that you had? Is zip code coverage or area yeah, code? Area code. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's like I mean, if you would have uh, watched it, you'd understand what I'm saying. Is that better than cover like, two, or is that yeah, worse than well, well, Like some guys were running man, some were running cover three, some were. I mean, uh, they, they just weren't do covering anyone. Just yeah. do what you want. And, Jeez. and Kelly played. Just pick a guy. Kelly played safety in North Dakota where er the area code was 650,000 square miles. So right. That's yeah. pretty tough coverage right, right there. Yeah. Um, let's look ahead, and, and we said this thing's going to start to shake out. Um, certainly the battle for first this weekend in Vermilion, uh, South Dakota State takes on South Dakota. Bob's got him in his backyard. And two years ago, the dramatic finish <laughs> on the last second Hail Mary – a um, lot of bad blood between these two. It's going to be a great game. It's unfortunate that, you know, so few are going to be able to get into the D Dakota Dome to see it, uh, but it's going to be a great, going to be a great matchup. Yeah, this is kind of their 
big excitement down there. We had ours two weeks ago, and it kind of took over the FCS media, I guess, for the week. You know, everyone was kind of looking at that game, wondering if UND could pull it off. Well, this is South Dakota's chance. Right. They got there at home against their rival, but they've beat them. You know, they beat them two years ago, but this would be – I think it's going to be a good game, If Bob pulls this one out, wow. Wow. I mean, jeez, that would be – that would upset – Upset the folks in Brookings quite yeah. a bit if they well, lose this one because they like to talk down. They down do, to and, the and he Yotes already fan. he already came into the Fargo Dome. Bob and his boys came into the Fargo Dome yep. and manhandled the the uh, Bison. So well, you know the thing about it, it is they play defense. They yep. South Dakota's always played defense in you know last X number of years. Their offense would be you know iffy at times, but. They'd have linebackers at Papia. They always do, and big physical guys. And their defensive line this year is much better, real active. Jeez, there. I watched them again the other day, and oof. You know, they 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 struggled with Indiana State, but their defense their defense was still popping people out there, playing fast. It was just an overall low scoring game. But if somebody's going to slow down the the Jacks' running game, South, South Dakota, Dakota could do it. I I think the key to this game is does Bob go sweater vest or straight tie? Uh, sweater vest. I think he goes sweater well, Jim, vest. Jim Trestle. Yeah, he's yeah, going to go sweater yeah, vest. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's talk about the log jam at 2-2. Two and two. There's two games that are going to break it up, Northern Iowa at Illinois State. Mm. I If I had to pick this one, I'd go Illinois State. Um, the we, Panthers have been up and down too. We want, we want Illinois State to win because their resume is going to be poor, yep. and we plan on beating them the last game of the year. So you want Illinois State to win to give UNI to drop UNI because they beat us. So that's why you got to start looking at these things, right? right? right, right. Yep. And Illinois State's resume time. is bad because their their out of conference schedule is terrible, and their only wins they're going to get aren't going to be very good. So Northern Iowa would probably be their best win, but then if Northern Iowa will end up with four losses minimum, you know they still have NDSU left, I believe, and stuff. So. Yeah, we want we want Illinois State in that one because we plan on beating them later. Yep. Two teams we don't play this year: Missouri State and Youngstown State uh, take on each other in Youngstown. We don't care. We don't play either one of don't them. Don't play either one. I mean, if Youngstown gets another loss, it would help us just in case we end up seven four. Sure, but we also don't want to. Yeah, seven and four. Would they have any good? Their best win would be Illinois State. Yeah. Did they? Because they lost to uh, UNI. Yeah, in that shootout, right? Yeah, shootout. so, yep. yeah, I don't know. That one, I don't know. I'm a little indifferent right now. Yep. Okay, and then <clears throat> other than the Hawks game rounding out the Missouri Valley football conference schedule, two name the score bowls. Murray State comes in to the Fargo Dome, play North Dakota mm-hmm. State, and Western Illinois hosts Southern Illinois. Name the score. God, that Western so Illinois. Southern Illinois. I, I don't know. Illinois Southern Illinois just came off their – that could be a little dicey. Could be you a know, little because dicey. Because Western Illinois is a bad outfit, you know, and I watched them against NDSU a little bit. That was ugly. And we, we saw them in person. It's just not good outfit. But Southern Illinois, what do they got in the tank this week? They left a, <laughs> They left a lot on the field last weekend trying to get that win. I don't know. That are one they, could be ugly. Yeah. It could be an ugly game and with what it because are they in state rivals? Do they, are there, is there are there's are there so much many there? teams? I don't know yet. Yeah, Southern Illinois' natural rival is SEMO. Okay, uh, they're like forty miles apart, okay. Cape Girardeau and Carbondale. Yeah. So SEMO, and out of conference um, from the Ohio Valley, is their natural rival. That's the one they have played the most yep. and put the most stock in. I really don't know. Um, they're rival. They're, they are certainly rivals when it comes to the legislature um, because Western Illinois as an institution is on life support. Southern yep. Illinois is a strong, strong, um, both Carbondale and Edwardsville. They're very strong um, academically and financially. Western Illinois is okay. struggling. So I, I don't know about football. I would think because their recruiting footprints would be the same. The kids know each other. So it's like South Dakota, South Dakota State, North Dakota, North Dakota State. Right. Kids are would have competed against each sure. other in high school. Too, I think so. the NDSU one will be – it won't be as bad as this past weekend because Murray's better in Western yeah. Illinois. But eh, 
45, 40. And they aren't yeah. taking out they aren't taking out yep. their frustrations. They're probably yep. going to experiment a little bit. I mean, they 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 did some things last week. Well, they're clamoring for all the young kids. Apparently, <laughs> we found out are well, better than are. every old kid they got. You know, yeah. those it's are, like a hey, little yeah, bit I've of a mix a, in between. Yep, get the yeah. young guys in, but those old guys still yeah, complain. And that's the yeah, that's the public. That's the public and the fan boards, the idiot boards, and whatever. But I can see it. Yeah, hey, I want to see the young guys too. You know, if if the old guys aren't producing, but usually that's when the season is gone in the tank. North Dakota State season is not in the tank. Far from the tank. Far from the tank. They're a great football program. They're a great football team, Um, and you just you you have to wonder, uh, you know, about where these guys are. And and you know, our own board. I didn't. I did not read our board when after we beat the Bison. Credit to me because I don't like false positives. I didn't read it after the loss to you and I. Um, I when can I can only had, imagine. Oh my gosh! I didn't go yeah, meltdown. Didn't go in. The bi- some of the biggest idiots <laughs> on, on idiot earth board. exist on that board. The I'm just going to come board. out and say it. <laughs> I are, mean, what are we doing here? I'm reading stuff after games. Jerk. I'm like, what am I reading? What? Jerk like, what do you mean? Like, it doesn't make sense. You know, the, the last time I like, did read them, Jesus. you know, it's one thing. Um, it's college football, and it goes to the game. You know, they're going to rip the coaching staff. They're going to rip Bubba. Sometimes they rip 360. Um, they rip everything, but they started ripping old people. Now they've gone too far. Now they're in my backyard. <laughs> oh, no, that's an offense. They old call them, people. they, they, they use people. the term cotton tops. I take that personally. Take a look at yeah. this. Blue cotton hair. tops. Yeah. 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 And that, that just well, goes too people far. driving Buicks? Do you, do you drive it? I was just going to say, <laughs> I do you, not do you drive, drive a Buick? Buick. <laughs> I do not. They don't like hey, Buick Emmy. drivers. It's a very funny story. I mean, good guess. Uh, we're, we're looking out the window. We're on the fifth floor of all true in the ICU and we're looking out the window, you know, just. Like an old, you know, we're bored. We're up there, and my wife pulls up. And they go, "Oh, hey, Emmy's here." And she's got the Buick or whatever. And kind of weaving in and out. I'm like, "Why isn't she just? I guess she should just duck into one of those handicap spots. Nobody'd even question it, <laughs> right? It's don't a, even oh, need the tag. <laughs> Forgot the tag at home, <laughs> right? You don't even need the tag. They'll believe you. No, we never do that. I'm just kidding, folks. But yeah, it's uh, pretty but, funny. Yeah. But really, it no. looked like the rest of the cars. <laughs> <laughs> Well, this has been the Development Homes look around the Missouri Valley Football Conference. Development Homes in Grand Forks offers residential, transitional, and vocational support services. You can get involved, volunteer, find the link at developmenthomes.org. Guys, we are going to take a look at the Sycamores of Indiana State. Uh, When we get back, we're going to have our Hail Mary quiz Our 360 game preview, Matt and Kelly's picks, it's all wrapped up in the Thunder Lake Lodge 360 game preview. Folks, get on out to the Alaris Center, 1 p.m. kickoff. The weather is changing, but I heard it's going to be zero winds and 68 degrees in the Alaris Center. This is the time of the year, the reason why we play indoor football. 1 p.m. kickoff, UND versus ISU. I think that I shall never see a poem lovely as a tree. Look, mister, there's two kinds of dumb. A guy that gets naked and runs out in the snow and barks at the moon, and uh, guy who does the same thing in my living room. First one don't matter, the second one you kind of to deal with. Hey gang, this is Philip Moore and you're listening to UND Football 360. Welcome back to UND Football 360. Kelly, you're shaking your head. You didn't get the tree reference in that open? Sycamores. They're the trees. Indiana right. State sycamores are the trees. Okay. The Joyce. Kilmer poem, I think, that I shall never see a poem as lovely as a tree. That was my fifth grade poem presentation. Of course, I continued poetry all the way through college with my uh, humanities degree from uh, the greatest little <laughs> Presbyterian university in America, the University of Jamestown. How'd I do in that open? You guys got on me for repeating an open last week. I did an original in 
my incapacitated state uh, on Sunday, uh, feeling the effects of flu and whatever else. How'd I do, Matt? Good. Was that Matthew McConaughey yeah. in there? No. No? Who was that? That was from Hoosiers. That was Hoosiers. Hoosiers. That was oh, the old, Hoosiers. That was oh, the college. Yeah. Tall. Gene Hackman. Yeah, Gene Hackman yeah. was the was the coach that came in. Uh, and that, I that guy was the tall, skinny, tall, gray, skinny gray-haired guy. guy yeah. was mad yeah. about him coaching, right? Yeah. yeah Mr. You must uh, yeah. so-and-so <laughs> must right. owe you something fierce to bring your tired old butt in <laughs> yeah, here. That's right. So we called on Hoosiers. A couple of reasons why uh, we did that. We called on Philip Moore, too, Kelly's old uh, teammate. In our open, open, we called on Hunter Pinky to bring us back. Um, Hunter Pinky, who, you know, is famous for saying no bad days. We can't have any more bad days. Um, so we brought Hunter Pinky in and Philip Moore. Um, when you have a power outage, nothing brings the power back to your offense like Philip Moore. Philip Moore and his 40... Six carries or whatever he had against Mankato one game. <laughs> we, used to, we used him to death. I mean, he was when you look at him too. He's not. It's not like he was six one two thirty. Okay, he was slight, but super strong, but very slight and skinny. And we treated him like he's Christian Okoye. They're just a power <laughs> back. It's like we're sitting on the sideline watching him just get hit and hit and hit, and all year just kept coming back for more. He never got hurt. He was in there every game. It's like, wow. I mean, he was – yeah, Philip was obviously the real deal for anyone who remembers him. But the the <clears throat> thing we pointed to in the past was besides all the thousands of yards he had and touchdowns, um, just his sheer toughness was second to none. I haven't seen it. Probably haven't seen it since at UND. I mean, you know, I don't know how you could match it because, like I said, we ran him 40 –46 times, whatever it was against Mankato. I mean, that's unbelievable. This wasn't the 70s. Okay, this was in 1998. They ran a 4-6. Oh. This is the Thunder Lake Lodge 360 game preview. We play the Sycamores this weekend from Indiana State. And speaking of trees, a lot of trees that have some beautiful colors on them out in Reamer, Minnesota. And Thunder Lake Lodge is the place to see them. Correct. Yeah. It's that time of the year. Good and time Craig. Need to get get the mojo turn around at Thunder Lake Lodge too for the winter winter mojo time. What do you think was ice going, fishing? What do you think was going on at about four between four and seven at Thunder Lake Lodge <laughs> when the hawks are getting? <laughs> whew, uh, I wouldn't have wanted to be there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> chopping Some wood. Stuff, he was lot chopping, out there chopping wood. <laughs> Our guy. Stuff <laughs> ended up in the lake. There I'm was sure. stuff. Yeah, there <laughs> were things. There stuff were, off the dock. <laughs> <laughs> We're speaking, Maybe a few bur- ducks killed. I don't know. We're speaking, of course, of our, of our friend Craig Riando, who yeah. is the owner of Thunder Lake Lodge. Uh, terrific place uh, if you're an outdoorsman or just a family looking to get away. If you're starting to schedule next summer, even summer 25s, reunions, they've got a reunion cabin that's unbelievable. But there. it's bounce back time, though. Just it like is. Just like Craig. We all got to bounce back this week. Indiana State and... Still four and three, got all the goals ahead of us, so let's let's correct. take a look at this game. You know, would it surprise anyone that this is only the second all-time meeting between the Hawks and the Sycamores? The first was mm-hmm. last year, November 5th of 22, a 42-7 win, um, which, Kelly, you said was um, a turning point for the Hawks last year that you saw. Looked good on the road. Yeah, I mean, I think I think that was the one where I was out. I was out deer hunting, I think. So I was following it on my phone with spotty reception in middle of south of Harvey, North Dakota. And um, but yeah, that was one where I think we kind of pointed to it and said, "All right, on the road, you know, an inferior opponent, but they really dominated them and looked good mm-hmm. all three phases. Just solid, confident football. Yeah, and that was kind of the one where we we're hoping, you know, they'd on the road we're going to take the turn and you know, and just now." battle everyone and pull out some wins and you know that type of thing it just looked better on the road it was this game last year so it is time for the hail mary quiz and in my research for the hail mary quiz because we don't have much of a football history with them i looked up some other sports and the results between the university of north dakota and indiana state the men's basketball record versus Indiana State is 0-0. Zero and zero. They have never played. The women's basketball record between North Dakota and Indiana State, 0-0. Zero and zero. They have never played. 
Um, the baseball, I'm going with other major sports. We, of course, do not have baseball anymore because we're un-American. <laughs> but Correct. the yep. baseball record between North Dakota and Indiana State is... Matt? Zero and zero. Zero and zero. We have never played. In fact, the only major sport, I'm sure golf, we probably swam against them. We don't have swimming anymore either because we're un-American. Um, so the only sport, the only major sport that we have a history with other than one football meeting is volleyball. And I can report that in two Volleyball matchups, one in 09 and one in 22. North Dakota has never lost a set to Indiana State. We beat them 3 0 on 8 28 09, and we beat them 3 0 in 9 22. So never lost to them. All right. So um, we didn't have much for, for that quiz, but we're going to go back to baseball. By the way, do either of you know for a fact that John Wooden, the legendary basketball coach, mm -hmm. is a graduate of Indiana State. How about that? Yeah. I knew I he was from Indiana, but you'd think he had gone to Indiana. It's a basketball right. state. So it's a basketball yeah, state. Yes, and, of course, yeah. Indiana State, Larry Bird, um, you know, in 1979, he put Indiana State on the map. Um, but we are going to go to baseball um, and I know because this is a University of North Dakota show, we, why would you bring up a baseball topic? Well, it's because it's the Hail Mary quiz, and I figured an institution that doesn't sponsor baseball is perfect for the Hail Mary quiz. So there you go. I got one more shot in the fact that we don't have baseball. Um, here you go, gentlemen. The prize this week is season tickets to the University of North Dakota 2024 baseball season. <laughs> oh, perfect. <laughs> season tickets at the newly remodeled Craft Field. All right. So that's what we're in. We always say in this. That's going to be nice when it's done, by the way. It's going to be, be beautiful. Nice. And and we've always said Good. the Hail Mary quiz, the questions are impossible, the prizes are ridiculous. So I am going to foot the bill personally. Kelly, don't put this on the show. I am going to pick up the season tickets for UND <laughs> baseball this spring. Um, this gentleman is a North Dakota native who went on to become a Sycamore. He hit 299 in 109 games for the Sycamores. He was drafted by the St. Louis Cardinal Cardinals. He made his major league debut with the Arizona Diamondbacks. Can you name this Indiana State Sycamore? Matt, you're a baseball guy. Kelly says he played baseball. I'm not so sure. Uh, um, I was on the team. He had know. a big strike zone. He's tall, <laughs> He's tall and lanky, yeah. so I don't know. Yeah. Um, $2.99 for the Sycamores, drafted by the Cardinals. From North North Dakota. Dakota. Can we get a year? North Dakota native. Um, year range? The, hit, the year 15 and 16 is when he um, hit two ninety nine for the Indiana State. Indiana State, 15 and 16. He was a 2014 high school graduate. So it would be 16, 17, I'm sorry. 2014 high school graduate. I'm not what getting this one Come at all. Come on, guys. <laughs> okay, yeah. I can give Weird. you. I'm going to give We're you that dying on the vine here. West Fargo High School. Oh, jeez. Come on, guys. Oh, there was. They had a few of them. Who went to Indiana State though? It wasn't Young, was it? It was Andy, Andy Young. Young. Oh, okay. Andy Young. It went to we Indiana go. State. He had offers. I didn't know that. He yeah. went there. Coming out really? of coming out of Neo Show. He had several offers, <laughs> but in Indiana he had offers from Butler and Indiana State. He broke his father's heart by choosing Indiana State over Butler, his dad's oh, okay. academic. Um, he was looking academics because Butler obviously yep. the academically superior school, but he chose Indiana State for the right reason. He said Feels like home. He had a great career there. Oh, okay. And uh, was drafted and then uh, made his major league debut with the D-backs. Um, mm -hmm. He is currently out of baseball. He declared free agency last October. Um, he's been out of baseball for about a year, but it is Andy Young. Now we have a, a follow-up to the Andy Young question. And Matt, I'm surprised you don't know that. You didn't know that. You're a baseball guy. <laughs> well, I follow, I watch a lot of baseball, but do. it's uh, my son's team. That one was uh, unique. I got yeah. that one was that one was was unique. Okay, what is the uh, what is the other follow up question? What do the host and Andy Young 
have in common, and it's not Major League Baseball. I'm going to clarify that right now. Uh, you and one of his relatives went to high school together. That is not correct. It was a good guess. <laughs> we, we both played for the Jimmies. Andy Young's first year out of high school, he played for the Jimmies. Then oh, he, so went he, to, three call, he went, went three. Juco then? Then he went Juco, oh. Neosho yep. down in yep. uh, Kansas. And his father and I played three years together. For well, the you're close. close. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. I knew his, it was his something. father, Jeff. You get some credit for that. His yeah. father, Jeff Half Young. Point. Jeff was an excellent shortstop and a pitcher. He had a 78-mile-an-hour fastball. But he was very With effective. a lot of movement. Yes, a lot of movement. Good <laughs> spot, and, good, and, and I'm not being facetious. He was an effective pitcher. Didn't throw hard, but was very good. But Andy Young is the answer. Uh, neither of you got it, um, so I don't have to fork out the season baseball tickets. Um, Kelly, let's, let's head into this one. The Hawks come back home. They got an 0-7 team. You said off recording. I say off air. That's a radio thing. But you said before we recorded, this is probably the best 0-7 team that fans are going to see. Yeah, you look at it, and they're 0-7, but they've been in three of them. Lost to Murray 30-28. to Lost to UNI 27-20. We saw how UNI was last week. Lost to USD last week 17-3, to where it was 3-3 to at half. So they're tough, and... The thing that I, I've taken away, and Matt, you said you kind of saw the same thing and watched it, they're, they battle. They're, they have pride. They play for Indiana State. You can tell they're in it together. A lot of celebrating out there lot, together. You know, a lot of high fives and chest bumping. And they're, they they're don't win team. a lot. Yeah, they don't win a lot of games, but they're prideful like they do. You know, so you got to give them credit to the coaching staff because they right. got something going to where these kids believe that, hey, you know, we're we're excited. We're excited to be a part of this program, and we're going to come out every week, and we're going to battle you, believe in the program, believe in the game plan. And their defense in particular, tough up Pretty front. Pretty good. Defensive yeah. line was tough, tough up front. This isn't going to be, you know, this is not Western Illinois. Okay, fans, just anyone listening – the Western Illinois pregame, we were in here, uh, you know, Might I pretty much, yeah, we said it was going to be a blowout, and it was. And this one, no. this I would be shocked if this was a blowout, just to put that out there for folks. If you want to watch a good football game, go, you know, go this weekend. Go to the Alaris Center because I was, I don't know, I, I'm kind of a fan, kind of a closet fan of Indiana State after watching them multiple times this year. They don't have anything. Their stadium's terrible. They don't have any money. But they're getting everything they can out of these kids, and it's going to click one of these weeks. You know, they're going to get the win one of these weeks when they shouldn't. And they're playing, you know. they play football for the right reasons, right? right. So, I mean, yeah. with all those things said, uh, they're out there for the love of the game. And that's, that's why watching these guys, it was fun to watch them. And they got some good arms and legs, too. I mean, they, yeah. they got some dangerous players. So, they're, uh, we're going to be get challenged our defense is going to be challenged like they are every week in the Missouri Valley. But um, this team is nothing to overlook by any no. means because they are tough. No. Like you said, they have a lot of pride. And, uh, you know, they, they run the RPO really well. They run the zone option really well. And uh, we're going to have to be on our toes on defense, especially uh, to be able to shut them down. Mallory's still the coach right there. Kurt Mallory. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. He does good. He does a good job. I, I, you know, I like what they got going on offensively. RPO, you mentioned it. A lot of RPO safe stuff. The real safe offense, you know, I like to call it keeping your butt covered. See, they're not gonna try a whole lot because I think they like the way their defense plays. Mm -hmm. So a lot of give, you know, Dinka Lawrence at running like the Dinka kid we saw him last year. Just, little, Justin Dinka, yeah, little yep. power back scoot. He can run. Good, so he can make him miss and and has speed in the open field. They got pieces and it, it, but it's a safe offense. So, so yeah. if we're on up front, if we're you know reading correctly and we get we have a good game plan and we're you know we're all bought in, you can slow them down. You know you can because they're not going to take a ton of chances. They're not real wild with what they do. But the you uh, know Cade uh, Cade Chambers the the quarterback. Yeah. He, he makes good decisions, though. I mean, he can he's yep. efficient at running their offense. Yeah, they don't take a ton of chances. However, um, they do 
run efficiently. They do make yep. it. He does. He does a good job at running that RPO. Tackles. Tackles seem better than the interior to me. I, I kind of like the look of their tackles. The interior had issues. It seemed like so. Ooh, we want to get after him again, which means shooting the linebackers through like they, we've seen this year, a little delayed blitz. You know, those types. I think we can get after him with pressure this week just because they will, you know, will be conservative. Whenever we see a conservative offense, it seems like the unit coaches then start sending wolves. You know, it starts because they then they want to come after him because they're not as worried. It's when you get the high flying where you don't know, are they going to run a reverse? Are they going to run a flea flicker? Just crazy stuff. That's when you got to sit back and you can't send pressure because you don't know where the heck the ball's going. Right. This week, I could see a lot of pressure from UND and really trying to get after him up front. Probably some fire blitz. Yep. Um, coming up the middle, taking advantage of that those discrepancies in the interior. Right. Yeah. I th- I think that's that's our advantage. Um, offensively, let's get back on track. You know, we really need to get get back on track here and just get a feel good feel good effort. So, fellas, what is your thoughts um, from Bubba's press conference? Uh, it does not appear that Gavin Zebarth will be available this week do we know what's wrong it's I, well it's ankle. yeah it's, ankle? It's, yeah it's i think not, i thought it was a knee right away but the way he started to move a little bit when he was coming off i think it's an ankle didn't seem i you try to try to generalize okay you try to you've seen enough people hurt their ankle and walk off the field that you try to figure out and then you compile the information afterwards mm-hmm. how are they walking and what how are they treating it versus how they were walking you know and then you compile that in your head and you've seen okay. it before i think it's a lower ankle i don't think that didn't seem like an upper sprain which are you know the high Almost ones are like bad a break, right? yeah high ones are bad you know and they last a long time that one seemed like your typical Kind of a rolling an ankle. ankle yeah, then, it could be inside, outside, whatever. So, but it typically it's outside for yep. a week and a half, two <laughs> weeks. And I, I, he won't play this week. I can't, I can't imagine he would play this weekend. And the other thing is uh, Isaiah Smith might be out this week too. I'm not I'm not 100% sure he plays. So we are down to the skeleton at running back. We're going to be seeing Skokna. But and you can't run Skokna every play because you need him. You need him around, and he's not a power sp- 40 time a game back. What's the status on red? I haven't heard. Is he could be out too. He okay. got hurt too, right? Yeah. Well, a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. He could is be he still out. Uh, for sure, or is he... I would be surprised. Gosh, I famous last words, but all three of those guys might be out. I don't know. Okay. Well. I don't know what, but there's a chance you're seeing a, some hunt, hunt, Ronto. Donovan hunt. Ronto. <laughs> You're seeing uh, Sawyer Seidel, Sawyer the freshman. Seidel. You will be you will be seeing Sawyer Seidel. I can almost guarantee it. Maybe Corey Ty at wide receiver because ooh. how's Bo? Is Bo back? I'm sure Bo. No, can't be. His shoulder was hurting. You know, yeah. he can't be 100. percent But he has to play. I mean, we can't we can't bench everyone. I mean, you know. So, um, I could see Corey Ty playing this weekend. Yeah, it's going to be a lot. Of, there's going to be some young guys in there, especially, you know, skill. Skill, young guys in there, and maybe four receivers more because we only got run, one or two running backs that have played before. And, yeah, it's going to be <laughs> it's going to be interesting this weekend to see how Danny runs the offense, put it that way. Because when you don't have a position, you just run more of the other positions, which means more, maybe more tight ends, you know. You, you want to protect your running back, but run the ball, okay, you know, more Max Gunderson, more mm-hmm. Norby, you know, those guys in there, and just control, get some physical ability, you know, up front again. So, yeah, the injury report starting to stack up a little bit. I think the O-line made it out all right. I think the D-line made it out all right, other than being beat up for this time of the year. Um, that's what I'm hearing. Um, other than that, do you guys see anything? I haven't seen anything yeah. other than that, what, what we've discussed. So. I think, I, you know, other than just. I wasn't aware of Isaiah. I wasn't Smith. either. The biggest thing was Gavin. Something, yeah, yeah he is something happened where he, I don't know yeah. if he'll be playing either. So there's a chance he's out, but it, it's fine. He just, the offense is so dynamic. I mean, it's just, you can just right. change. Change and do something we're else, not, you know, type of thing. Yeah, we're not. Uh, it is an eye backs, one. you know yeah. I mean? <laughs> so yeah. we don't need the tailback to be the focus type of thing. So. Yeah, the offense, but back to the offense. Coming off a shutout, 
we obviously we want to see some. We want to see a we lot, need, we but need something. But we want rhythm. I want rhythm. I don't need. I don't need to say, hey, I need fifty points. You know, no, no, no. no. I want to see rhythm again, in and out of the huddle. No false starts, no delay games. Tommy's running clean. the offense well. Clean handoffs, clean fakes, clean dump offs Crisp. in the flat. Right. We're not we're not running five yard routes and sailing it over the head. You know, just little things where he's off. When Tommy's on, he's on, and when he's off, well, unfortunately, he's off. He's human, right? Human being. I want to see back to normal again. Back to normal. Everything's clean. Move the ball. Hey, we got a punt. We got a punt. Whatever. But let's just get back on the horse. <laughs> let's just put it that way. I just want to see. Rhythm again. Rhythm will lead to points. We don't need to. We don't need to set a. I need this many points. We don't need to say that. But we need to see. I mean, after last week, we need to see that they got the confidence again back home. Well, let's uh, get to Kelly and Matt's picks. Kelly and Matt's picks are sponsored by Rumors Sports Bar, Grill, and Casino. Uh, Rumors is your place, folks. Uh, it they've got a new bus. I saw it the other night. I was up for a hockey game. I mean, there's no comparison between the Rumors bus and all the other buses. It looks like the rest are going to school, and you got a nice luxury bus to get to the game. Uh, and it's available uh, to rent for weddings and parties. You can call for availability and rates, and they still have their Sunday specials for football. I believe they have the NFL package, oh yeah. and uh, you can watch any game that you want at Rumors. Billy and the boys will take care of you. Uh, Matt, you got a streak going here because last week both of you picked the Hawks. Matt picked the Hawks 24-17. Kelly picked the Hawks 27-24. Uh, we are awarding the win to Matt based mm -hmm. on total points. Matt, you stand at 2-4-1. and one. Kelly, 4-2-1. and one. Hey, it's we're heading to the playoffs, guys. You know where... I started out like a house on fire. You did, I mean, right? Jeez, I was just... It's not how you start, it's how you finish, <laughs> yeah, there, Mr. Howell. Down to the point <laughs> I had every game. Yeah, jeez, you, I'm rolling. You Woo! started out 4-0. You know, and, and and now I'm falling. Not even close. We can't even pick the right team to win anymore. Yeah, I don't, uh, know. So. I don't know if we can count on you anymore. Yeah, Folks, I, need you to, know, it, I need to pull Aaron Rodgers here and go three or four days in a dark room That's and figure exactly it out. Right. <laughs> All right. You know, and, and what it does, <laughs> Kelly, th the biggest impact of that is, you know, we spend about 60 to 90 minutes on procrastination in this show. And if you can't pick a game, that kind of calls into question the entire podcast. Yeah, no pressure. It does. No pressure. That's 100%. I take that personally. And people tune in, you know, because they want to win money, so they're basing their bets off what I say. Mm -hmm. Now I'm well, the, now I'm the tout who's wrong every week. Yeah, I'm that guy. Yeah. So well, I think you over-engineered the first uh, there last are, couple weeks. There are a lot of Red River Valley sugar beet farmers that don't have yeah. any yeah. land, any land to plant yeah. next spring, Kelly. They so got again, plenty of money. They the got pressure, plenty of money left over. Money. Yeah. yeah, they do. And so the pressure continues, and and. Continuing that pressure, you have to go first this week because you have back-to-back -back mm -hmm. losses. Kelly, who do you have in this game, and what is your score? Well, like we said, it's time to bounce back. UND always does. They they're a prideful program. Yeah, you know, UND. I've, I've I've worried in the past about a loss like this, and then they come back home and geez, I mean, hopefully we can, hopefully we can get it back together. You know, and you hear people worried, and then. The team doesn't think like that, though, because then the next week the team will come out <laughs> and just look great. Light it up. Yeah, yeah, and they did not worry whatsoever, which is a great mentality to have. I think we see that this week. Back home, be excited. They love they love that building, boy. They love setting foot in that building, and every opponent hates it, apparently. That's what I've learned over the years. So UND wins this one. Um, I think it'll be comfortable, but not, not a blowout. 37-13. I'm going to go, you know, just a methodical, solid win. I don't know. I'm just – that's what I'm sensing in this one, but just because of the way Indiana State's playing too. Kelly, how is the Hawks? 37-13. Time for Matt, last week's winner, to make his picks. Well, I agree with uh, most of what Kelly said. I think it's a chance for you and to come back, get a good win, build some confidence. I think it's going to be a little closer um, – Probably more like the 27-14 range. I think Indiana State might get rolling, a, get some last, you know, fourth quarter points maybe and get it up to 14. Um, but we'll have a comfortable lead most of the game, I think. So, yeah, 
14, Hawks win. Matt, our reigning champ, uh, picks the hat, the Hawks, 27 to 14. You know, uh, when I look at this, because we're going to see some younger players, uh, I think we see Sawyer Seidel this week. Thanks. I'm going to say Sawyer Seidel hits the end zone twice this mm. week and gets twice. Hawks twice, gets Hawks fans excited he's gonna for be a, the future. He's going to be a fan well, fan I'm favorite once they get yeah. him. He can, he can scoot. I'm hoping so because we need more than 15 yards rushing this game. 15 oh, yards. God. That's not a good output. That is not a good output mm. at all. Well, folks, that is your preview. Um, One o'clock kickoff Saturday at the Alaris Center. Uh, as a reminder, folks, get your green on this weekend. Uh, going to be a great. Um, what else are you going to do? It's going to snow. Yep. It's going to be minus 13 degrees in Grand Forks with 27-mile-an-hour winds. Get inside the Alaris Center. Have some fun watching football. Final thoughts, Kelly Howe. Deer hunting is next weekend. So this weekend, it's perfect. UND should always be on the road at deer opener. Deer always. Opener. Yep. And um, it worked out perfect this year. So great. This weekend's a great one to be at the Alaris Center watching UND football. Matt Nelson, final thoughts. Yeah, uh, get out to the Alaris. It's always a fun atmosphere. We got all you can eat, drink, um, fun place to watch football. It's inside. It's going to be cold. Hawks, gonna... Hawks are going to win this one, get back on track. Matt Go Nelson Hawks. and family are always on the big screen. They're always making. I didn't know that when I got those tickets. <laughs> They're always in, yeah, yeah, yeah right. I didn't. I'm like, wow. yeah, our security. Yeah, security is right behind hey. Lisa. Yeah, because we've that heard time she's... I saw you flagging down the camera guy. Hey, yeah, get right. us, get us. Well, yeah, I, I was telling right. them to back away because yeah. I like talking to their offense. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. Making suggestions. Like, don't get this on camera. <laughs> oh, that's what <laughs> you're doing. All right. Discussing yeah. their heritage. Right. I was making suggestions. Telling them what they should and shouldn't do. What they should be doing besides <laughs> playing football on a Saturday afternoon. It's not working. Yeah. It's all <laughs> something else. sorts of things. Well, always great working with you guys again. Um, like we said, win or lose, we always bring it on this show, and you guys certainly brought it this week. I appreciate that. Kelly, uh, prayers and best wishes to your family. We've all been through these um, tragedies that that uh, come upon us and, and uh, hang in there. Our best to Buck and uh, to Emmy and uh, Ryan uh, as well. Ryan Kosowski, of course, uh, Buck's son, Ryan, of Midco Sports. He's got a note on that. Got a win last night. Beat the three falls in the opening yep. round opening of the playoffs, playoffs, so that was good. Yeah, it was a, it was a battle. I think it was seven seven and a half, but twenty eight seven win for East Side. So that was good. Ryan was up at the hospital with us the whole time. He left. Oh boy, right before the game, yep. shot shot yes. over there. The coaches had the team ready to go, and Ryan got over there, coached it. You know, I think it was good for him. Yeah. Good for him. Got out, got a little coaching, headed right back over. So, yeah, that was the positive from last night. It was fun. Um, the Pre-game will be on the Fighting Hawks radio network at 12 p.m. Jack Michaels, Mike Berg, and Paul Ralston. One o'clock kickoff. If you can't make it out to the Alaris Center, which there's no excuse why you can't, but if you can't, it'll be on Midco Sports or listen in on Fighting Hawks radio network. The UND Football 360 podcast is recorded at Three Run Single Media Studios in Rocking Horse Farm, Fargo. For more Fighting Hawks football coverage, visit undfootball360.com. We are sponsored by Rumor Sports Bar, Grill, and Casino, Development Homes Incorporated, Thunder Lake Lodge of Reamer, Minnesota, the Kelly Howe Agency, Nodak Mutual Insurance, and Interstate Industrial. Kickoff, 1 p.m. Saturday, the Alaris Center. Go Hawks!